the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says President Trump is prepared for another government shutdown if Congress won't work with him to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Federal workers could soon receive their first paycheck since the partial government shutdown began five weeks ago. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says he hopes all federal workers will receive paychecks this week. We hope that by the end of this week, all of the back pay um, will be will be made up. Mulvaney spoke on CBS's Face the Nation. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says he's supporting legislation that would prevent the federal government from ever shutting down again. It will mean, above all, that federal workers will not be hurt again. And it will also limit the incentive of anybody, a president, Congress, or anybody else, to use shutdown as a tool to get what they want. That's correspondent Mike Hempen. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and I'd like to personally invite you to prepare and respond. It takes place this Thursday, January 31st, at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. We will host three expert speakers who will talk about how to keep your building and staff members safe from a variety of threats. A complimentary breakfast will be served for all registrants. For more information or to register, visit am1280thepatriot.com. Prepare and Respond is supported by Henningsen and Snoxel. AM1280 The Patriot, join us this Thursday from 8 a.m. to noon at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond, an event that equips you with the tools you need to protect your church, office, or school. Learn about, learn about scalable emergency action plans, building cyber and physical security. We'll be serving free breakfast at the event as well. Reserve your spot at am128thepatriot.com. High is 7 with a low of 2. Looks like we got a 90% chance of snow as the day continues on. Probably see an accumulation of about 7 inches when all is said and done. AM1280 The Patriot. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now, not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. Hi, Brad Carlson here with Mitch Berg. Join us and hundreds of others on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast, an opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Join us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home Saturday, February 2nd from 1 to 3. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. And their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. To paraphrase Dr. King, judge others by the content of their character, not by the color of their MAGA caps. 
Unfortunately, a group of pro-life Kentucky schoolboys drew savage media criticism based on their pro-Trump headgear, not their personal conduct. The video record shows that in the face of taunts and insults, the teenager showed admirable restraint and dignity. Internet and journalistic commentators should have learned a crucial lesson. If someone holds opinions that differ from yours... That alone doesn't make him or her a bad person. The kids from Covington, Catholic, the native elder, the Indian activists who beat drums and chanted at them, even the black Israelites who hurled insults instead of rocks or bombs, all showed that vigorous expressions of First Amendment rights need not produce a meaningless melee. Not a bad day for our badly divided country. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way It's around, Sunday, so 4 o'clock. That means one thing, and that I'm means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the best hour in media anywhere of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Of Parker Daniels Keyboard, which brings you the Victory Hour every week, Sunday at 4 o'clock, where we talk politics, Israel, and the law, and today will be no different. You recall two weeks ago, we had United States Senator Tina Smith on the show, and it was an interesting show indeed with Senator Smith. We were able to talk about the first piece of legislation in the U.S. Senate. We were uh, able to talk a bit about anti-Semitism. We're going to pick up that theme here again today. Uh, And some of what uh, Senator Smith thinks is on the agenda for this 116th Congress. Today we have as our special guest, so you need to make sure to stay tuned, 3rd Congressional District Congressman Dean Phillips from the state of Minnesota. Dean Phillips, the first Democrat to represent the 3rd Congressional District since 1961. That's correct. In my entire lifetime, Only Republicans have represented the 3rd Congressional District, the district where I was raised, where I lived uh, and have lived most of my entire life. Clark McGregor, you may recall, uh, represented the district from uh, 61 to 71 when Bill Frenzel took over when McGregor ran unsuccessfully for the U.S. Senate. Frenzel was the congressman for the third for 20, the next 20 years. Then it was Jim Ramstead for the next 18 following Frenzel. And then Eric Paulson for 10 years. 58 years of Republican representation has now shifted into the hands of Mr. Dean Phillips. And Dean, I know well, and I look forward to having him join the Victory Hour uh, shortly. Uh, Dean, uh, I, you know, we, uh, we knew each other for many years, but we know each other best by Dean babysitting my kids when they were little. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. We actually know each other far better than that. But that is uh, one of the first uh, ways in which we met and spent some uh, time together. Uh, Dean... Uh, has a very interesting background, a fan, uh, wonderful family, uh, which I want to talk about a little bit uh, when he uh, joins us today. He's representing, as I say, the 3rd Congressional District, which makes up uh, <clears throat> Brooklyn Park and Coon Rapids to the northeast, 
Eden Prairie, Edina, Minnetonka, Wyzetta, Plymouth, Maple Grove, and Champlin, the balance of the 3rd Congressional District. It is primarily, uh, vast majority, urban and suburban areas uh, just uh, west and north of, uh, northwest of uh, the city of Minneapolis. Uh, also, Bloomington is in there a bit as well. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk to Congressman Phillips uh, in a little bit about uh, how he plans to represent the 3rd District in now the House of Representatives, which has a Democratic majority. And we're going to also talk about the historic <clears throat> assignment of Dean Phillips, as well as Ilhan Omar, two Minnesota congresspeople, to the U.S. House of Representatives Foreign Affairs Committee. I do not believe in my lifetime we have had a single Minnesota congressman sit on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I am not absolutely certain of that. I have not done a deep dive research analysis of it, but I am nearly certain of it. I would be surprised if any Minnesota congressperson has ever sat on the U.S. House Foreign Affairs Committee, at least in the last 60 years. And now we have two. And it'll be interesting. Who are those two? Ilhan Omar in the 5th Congressional District, which is adjacent, directly contiguous with the 3rd Congressional District, represented by Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips, Jewish, Ilhan Omar, Muslim, far different views. And as I have talked about over the last several shows, Ilhan Omar's views have no place in the Democratic Party, in my judgment. Many would say that Representative Stephen King from Iowa, in his views, at least recently espoused, go beyond conservative views for sure into the realm of being rooted out from the Republican Party. And in fact, the Republican Party has taken action to do just that. Will the Democratic Party do anything in a similar vein? It'll be interesting to discuss. Listen, in the coming weeks of the Victory Hour... We are going to have, you know, the, uh, the elected official parade continues on the Victory Hour. It began with Tina Smith post-election. We, of course, had many prior to the election, but post-election, Tina Smith, uh, Dean Phillips today. Next week, we'll have on the Victory Hour Pete Stauber from the 8th Congressional Districts, District. Uh, we hope to have Tom Emmer on February 10th, although that is not firmed up. It may be later in February. On February 17th, we'll have Angie Craig joining us on the Victory Hour. Yes, that's right. Democrats and Republicans all are welcome. Even independents are welcome on the Victory Hour. So we're going to have uh, Angie Craig uh Angie Craig on the Victory Hour on February 17th. And then uh, uh, Jim Hagedorn, hopefully, uh, down the trail. And after she announces for president, maybe Amy Klobuchar will come on the show as well. Because, uh, you know, she, she may not. Listen, she, she needs to... really build her support amongst the left-wing base of the Democratic Party to have any hope of getting the Democratic nomination for president, I think. I hope she doesn't do it. I hope she doesn't move uh, headlong left with some of her statements and views in order to get the nomination, but it is hard. In fact, possibly... uh, well, likely impossible for 
someone to not move strong left and get the nomination. So until that uh, happens or doesn't happen for Amy Klobuchar, I don't, I'm not so sure she's going to come on the victory hour and talk politics and Israel and the law with yours truly, despite the fact that she has already been on the victory hour and that we are uh, good friends and uh, have a lot of respect for uh, Senator Klobuchar, who's really uh, done... Uh, Excellent work in the Democratic caucus for important things. Listen, she is a Democrat. We don't agree on a lot of things, but uh, in that position and in that role, she is quite strong, quite good. And we're going to talk to another of the Democratic caucus, this one in the House, Dean Phillips, recently elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. Representatives as a Democrat of the 3rd Congressional District for the first time in nearly 60 years. Yes, 58 years held by the Republicans. And on the other side of the break, Dean Phillips will be with us. Listen, give us a call. Jot this down with your number two pencil and yellow pad. You've got it in front of you. 651-289-4488. That's the call number. On the other side, we'll have Congressman Dean Phillips. And I look forward to talking to Dean haven't talked to him in a while, but a uh, good friend, and uh, I expect will be an outstanding congressman representing the third. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Congressman Phillips. Sweet. AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options, but we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Where it began 
I can't begin to knowing, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Are you moving in your chair? Are you tapping your toe? Hands, touching hands, touching hands, reaching out, touching, touching me, touching Caroline. Yeah, it's the victory hour, and I will no longer discredit Neil Diamond. With my sing-along, but how can you not to Sweet Caroline? Neil Diamond joins us today on the Victory Hour, and I will tell you, i got to believe it's one of Congressman Dean Phillips' favorite. I'm not certain of it, but whose isn't it? Congressman, welcome to the Victory Hour. Good to be back with you, Andrew. And I, yes, I was moving in my chair, and I was tapping my toes, <laughs> and, and, then, and then you sang. Yeah. <laughs> I, Ruined it all. Don't, don't quit your day job, my friend. <laughs> well, very fair. Very Good fair. to be with you, Andrew. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, joining us, uh, Dean. You know, I uh, on the other side of, of the break, I cataloged how the 3rd Congressional District has been a haven for Republican candidates, and you changed all that. And I am, uh, I'm not altogether surprised by it. I will tell you all listening that this is one of the uh, brightest, most capable, and frankly, we've talked a a few times uh, on the Victory Hour and its uh, precursor show as well with Dean Phillips about his uh, really desire to work across the aisle with uh, Republicans, and I think he may well be able to do that. Dean, if you don't mind and if you'll indulge me for a moment, I would like to uh, talk a little bit about your background, something that a lot of people may not be aware of. You know, uh, setting uh, aside but mentioning for a moment that Dean graduated Brown University in 91 and he's gotten his MBA uh, from the University of Minnesota and many of you know was the president of Phillips Distilling and also uh, carried forth and grew Talante into Uh, what it has become until then it was sold. Uh, But the background that I want to focus on is his familial background. He had a a wonderful father, Artie Pfeffer, and uh, was married to Dee Dee Cohn. And when Dean was six months old, captain in uh, the U.S. Army in Vietnam, Artie Pfeffer, uh, was killed in combat. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Dee Dee Cohn then two years later married Eddie Phillips. And Eddie Phillips, what a great man. I knew him, uh, uh, knew him fairly well. And, and uh, he adopted and really became uh, Dean's father. And the Phillips family and that legacy is one of the finest legacies in the entire uh, in, in Minnesota history. Uh, starting uh, certainly with Jay Phillips, who was Eddie's grandfather. And Jay Phillips, one of the greatest philanthropists uh, really anywhere in this country, uh, started with his brothers, the Phillips Distilling Company, and gave away millions and millions of money. But he didn't talk about giving it away. He talked about sharing it. And it's really remarkable, the legacy that... uh, uh, that Dean Phillips comes from, and I will tell you, Jay Phillips found nothing more important than rooting out anti-Semitism in uh, the uh, Minneapolis Twin Cities area, which was a haven for anti-Semitism when he was living here. That's the truth, and, and Andrew, as you uh, surely know, uh, one of his great legacies was helping establish Mount Sinai Hospital yes. uh, back in 1950, back when Minneapolis hospitals prevented uh, Jewish physicians and physicians of color from even having staff yes. privileges at the hospital. And a perfect example of a community coming together and doing what's right. And while the hospital doesn't exist anymore, uh, that legacy surely does. 
It does indeed, and it does in life with, uh, through, uh, I guess, his, his great-grandson now, uh, Dean Phillips. And, and so it's, uh, you know, it is, a, it is a legacy to carry on. I believe Jay Phillips was the first Jewish member of the Minneapolis Club in the 1960s, latter part of the 1960s, before There's a, a Jewish story, member. Actually. Yeah, it's very attached to that, Andrew. He he was uh, named the president of the Minneapolis uh, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I think it was actually 1950-ish as well. And with that came a honorary membership at the Minneapolis Club, uh, which at that time had no uh, Jewish members. And uh, my great grandfather told the club that um, he wasn't willing to accept uh, That's right. a token membership unless they changed their policies. And uh, it took uh, one of the Dayton brothers and John Cole Sr., who owned the Minneapolis newspaper, of course, at that time, uh, to let the board know that they, too, would resign their memberships if they didn't change the policy. And uh, they did, and uh, a new era began. But it took, uh, it took, uh, it took the action uh, of good-hearted other people to, to make that happen. And um, it was not that long ago, which is quite remarkable. Yeah, it isn't that long ago, uh... You know, and and I will uh, say as well that Jay Phillips, as well as uh, uh, Eddie Phillips, his uh, grandson, and and now Dean, all have strong support for the U.S.-Israel relationship and for the Jewish state of Israel. I wanted to ask you, Dean, first, as we're talking about, uh, and I mentioned that uh, you've been appointed to the Foreign Affairs Committee, which is a an essential uh, uh, and critical. Uh, committee in the U.S. House of Representatives, certainly for the U.S.-Israel relationship. Uh, Ilhan Omar has also been appointed, your contiguous uh, uh, congressional district mate there in the 5th Congressional District here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been talking about Congresswoman Omar and some of her attitudes and views about the state of Israel uh, over the last several shows. She's called the Jewish state an apartheid-Israeli regime. She has made the statement in a a tweet that she, until just last week, has not apologized for stating, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. She voted against anti-BDS legislation, and we all know that BDS is as a purpose of delegitimizing Israel and the purpose of eliminating it as a recognized nation-state. She voted against an anti-Israel bill when, when she was in the uh, legislature here in Minnesota. She spoke to, the, to a broadly Jewish audience at Bethel Synagogue before the election, stating that she did not find BDS being helpful in realizing a two-state solution. She then later publicly spoke saying she fully supported BDS. That was after her election. Uh, And, you know, she says then this last week that it was only after her CNN interview that she, you know, learned that her tweet was offensive by using the word hypnotized, which just isn't true because for the last five years that's been talked about. So what do you do with that in the Democratic caucus, and how are you going to deal with it sitting with her on the Foreign Affairs Committee? Well, Andrew, you know, you, you know me, and, and one reason I ran for Congress uh, <clears throat> is to bring my perspectives to a place that I think uh, could use them. And uh, I'm, a, as you well know, a strong supporter of the state of Israel and believe deeply in its preservation and protection, uh, and that will be a hallmark of my service in Congress. And that's also why I wanted to serve on the Foreign Affairs Committee, and I'm honored to now have that opportunity. Uh, you know, I, I have to let Representative Omar speak for herself, um, but I have already offered uh, the opportunity to sit down and, and share with her my perspectives uh, on the history of the state of Israel and, and the Jewish people and uh, provide some enlightenment and, uh, in turn, also hear her. Uh, you know that the hallmark of my service will be listening and learning. And I say to many, I learn a lot more from people who see things differently than I, who've had different life experiences, uh, because in so doing, understanding those, you you understand the lens through which people view uh, policy and circumstances. And uh, we have a responsibility, every one of us, to educate and inform, and whenever possible, I encourage everybody who hasn't been to Israel uh, to do so, because until one steps foot uh, on that ground, uh, and 
understands its, uh, its history and its purpose um, and its future, uh, it is hard to um, understand the importance of, of the relationship, the dear relationship we have. And I've encouraged that as well, and I hope, uh, hope uh, she and others will take advantage of that extraordinary opportunity to visit Israel and better understand that. Well, I hope she does as well, and I, and I hope that uh, you uh, will uh, carry forth to identify anti-Semitic remarks when they are made, to push back against them wherever they are found, even if they are within the Democratic caucus. You hold an important role in that regard. Indeed, and Andrew, and you know, you, you talk about it almost every week, you know, anti-Semitism, sadly, is alive and well, um, in some cases flourishing. Uh, and that is uh, a great risk, uh, not just to the Jewish people, but uh, to our own culture and to the world. And, and it's not just anti-Semitism, it's racism and sexism uh, and, and Islamophobia. You know, we are human beings who have a responsibility uh, to better understand one another, to break bread with one another. Uh, and fear is what drives hatred. Uh, it doesn't matter where it exists. Uh, that's a human truth. And, um, and that's, you know, that's my intention. And, and we all play a role, everybody listening. You and I and others um, have that responsibility to educate and invite. You know, my campaign theme was uh, everyone's invited. And uh, that's my hope, and to listen, learn, and most importantly, represent. Well, I appreciate that, and I will, uh, uh, I will offer my assistance to you, uh, Congressman, anytime you might need it in terms of uh, education regarding the history of the state of Israel with Representative Omar in particular, but, but any representative that, that might need that sort of assistance. And I say that only because I spent a lot of time with a U.S. Senator at the time, Mark Dayton, of course. Uh, in, in, in doing just that. And I think it really has served him well. It has served the state of Minnesota well. It has served the U.S. and, and the U.S.-Israel relationship well. And, and I think having you uh, uh, hopefully push that uh, with uh, Representative Omar will be uh, helpful as well. And every, I'm sure you agree with me, and, and, and I know you tell many others the same, uh, to, to take advantage of opportunities to travel to Israel, and, and, and only, only then can one understand the importance of, of this relationship. And uh, uh, that's my intention. Excellent. Dean, can you uh, stay with us on the other side of the break? I'd like to talk about uh, a few other issues with you. Absolutely. Great. I'll just just move in my chair and tap my feet, Andrew. (laughs) Perfect, and I won't sing. (laughs) We are here with Congressman Dean Phillips on the uh, Victory Hour, and when we uh, come back, we're going to talk about uh, some uh, legislation uh, in the uh, Senate and the House We might talk a little bit about Covington and uh, also about immigration. So make sure you stay with us. And while you are listening to the beautiful melodic tones of uh, Neil Diamond, go to ParkerDK.com for what is often referred to as an award-winning website. Yes, one of the best you will see. You'll learn about Parker Daniels' keyboard premier law firm downtown Minneapolis. We'll be right back with Congressman Dean Phillips. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades, and if you find yourself in court... Our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is having its 89th anniversary this January. And to celebrate, they want to give you the gift of comfort. That is the traditional 89th anniversary gift, isn't it? Here's the deal. 
Buy a new high-efficiency furnace and AC or boiler this January, and you can save up to $1,900. Then you and your family can enjoy years of comfort all year round. It's what Standard Heating has been known for ever since they opened for business 89 years ago. And while technology and homes have changed, Standard's dedication to top-notch service hasn't. Just ask one of their nearly half a million satisfied customers right here in Minnesota. So give your family the gift of long-lasting comfort no matter the season. Learn more about saving $1,900 on your new furnace and AC or boiler and all their other 89th anniversary deals today at standardheating.com slash patriot. That's standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. believe in let's all come together and throw down the gauntlet for what we believe in when it comes to values of freedom liberty respect all things that uh This country was founded on, the state of Israel was founded on, the U.S.-Israel relationship is founded on. And hopefully we will have some more of all of that, in particular the respect between Democrats and Republicans as the 116th Congress uh, begins in earnest uh, this month. We are joined by Congressman Dean Phillips. You're listening to the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we were talking with the congressman about uh, of his reaction to some of the comments by Congresswoman Ilhan Omar in the congressional district right next door to Congressman Phillips in the state of Minnesota. You know, today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. It is the anniversary date on which the Auschwitz concentration camp was liberated. That is January 27th. And so it is a very solemn day recognized ultimately just a few years ago by the United Nations as International Holocaust Remembrance Day. The Jewish state of Israel recognizes Holocaust Remembrance in May, on May uh, 1st and 2nd. Uh, But this is the International Holocaust Remembrance Day, and so it is appropriate that we open the show today with Dean Phillips talking about anti-Semitism, which really was at the root cause of millions of Jews perishing. Any comment, Dean, on International Holocaust Remembrance Day? Yeah, you know, a couple comments, Andrew. You know, I, I, I believe it's fair to say that both of our families um, fled persecution uh, in Eastern Europe. Yes. Uh, before the turn of the last century, um, 
you know, uh, we were among the lucky ones. Our family left before uh, the Holocaust occurred, but um, it's uh, it's a reminder. You know, one of the saddest truths, Andrew, is that uh, in this day and age, uh, history repeats because we so quickly forget about history. And I read a statistic recently that uh, a shocking majority of American young people, millennials, yes. uh, don't know what Auschwitz even was. Yes. And there are still survivors of Auschwitz uh, in our midst, and uh, it just goes to show our collective responsibility to remind people uh, of the horrors of the, of the past so we can avoid them. Uh, and, and that is our responsibility, and it's, uh, it's a, a poignant reminder today um, of how many uh, were killed and uh, why the state of Israel is so important, and most of all, why we have a responsibility around this world to look out uh, for those who are being persecuted, because... If we don't do so, eventually they'll come for us. Precisely and well put, Congressman, no question about it. Um, Dean, I I wanted to ask you about uh, Senate Bill 1. The U.S. Senate has identified as the first piece of legislation, and, and I think in large part because it is a bipartisan piece of legislation, one that is supported on both sides of the aisle, although it has not yet passed the Senate. I expect that is going to happen uh, fairly shortly. Uh, It is a bill that has four parts to it. Uh, The first part is to reauthorize the foreign military uh, financial assistance to the state of Israel and extend loan guarantees Uh, which is critical to the strategic security advantage uh, of the state of Israel and its existence. Uh, The second part is the U.S.-Jordan defense cooperation extension uh, aspect that that, uh, extends our uh, relationship with Jordan in protection of that country. Then there is the Syria civilian protection Portion of the uh, act, which uh, uh, directs this treasury to determine whether the central bank of Syria is a primary money laundering concern and impose measures if so. And then the fourth part is something we talked about, which is the anti-BDS aspect of the legislation to allow states to implement provisions and not call them uh, preempted. It is not interfere with First Amendment rights. All the bill does is allow local governments to adopt measures to, de- uh, to fight against these sort of boycott, divestment, or sanctioned actions if they so choose. So I'm wondering, you know, you're on the Foreign Affairs Committee, which uh, I'm, I was very happy to learn. Uh, I'm wondering whether you think the House will take up legislation like this and whether uh, you would, uh, you know, support that and more so promote the Democratic caucus in bringing this uh, to a vote. Well, of course, you know, that's one of my distinct interests in joining the Foreign Affairs Committee was to to be that voice and encourage um, that work. Uh, You know, Senate Bill 1, of course, is is in the Senate and the House uh, takes up its own priorities. Uh, one of the sad outcomes of the shutdown, Andrew, is that uh, we just received our committee assignments. We have not yet even had a committee meeting, uh, right. which leaves us behind the ball. And uh, a lot of important work to do. You know my priorities and you know my opposition to, to BDS and support for the state of Israel and, and most importantly, uh, the, the recognition that the, the Foreign Affairs Committee um, has the potential to re-enrich some of our uh, relationships with allies around the world who we need um, to um, uh, both protect our borders but also uh, protect Israel and ensure that we have a meaningful presence in parts of the world where, unfortunately, uh, our influence has been diminished and uh, our brand, if you will, has been diminished. And uh, how we use our foreign aid uh, is, and those purse strings uh, play a very integral role uh, to our safety and security and those uh, relationships important to us. So, indeed, I intend to advocate for that and take it up to uh, the best of my abilities. Dean, uh, and we're talking to Congressman Dean Phillips here on the Victory Hour. Uh, next week, by the way, we're going to have Congressman Pete Stauber, colleague of uh, 
uh, Congressman Phillips on the Victory Hour. So uh, tune in for that discussion as well. Dean, how how do you uh, do you have any concerns regarding a weakening of support for the U.S.-Israel relationship and for Israel in particular? Uh, within the Democratic caucus in the House of Representatives, uh, you know, I've I've been focused on U.S.-Israel relations and and security and protection of the state of Israel for more than twenty years. Uh, Democrats have been stalwarts of that uh, support, but that has certainly weakened, and it has caused me a bit of concern. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, you know, Andrew, the, the truth is that. Uh those who get the most attention uh, often uh, seem to set the tone for an entire party. And, you know, the truth is uh, usually somewhere in the middle, and, and it certainly is within the Democratic caucus. Uh, I, I know the voices you are probably referring to, and there, there's no question that there has been an erosion um, of what once was a very significant and uh, very intentional uh, uh, consensus of support for Israel. Uh, but we also just had 100 new members of Congress uh, be sworn in, 60-some Democrats and 30-some uh, Republicans. Amazing, isn't it? And quite a class. And, and, and I hope we have a moment to talk about uh, some of the, uh, the wonderful bipartisan relationships that are forming and that are uh, certainly an intention of mine. But, but to, to your point, uh, there's a lot of new blood in Congress uh, and a lot of new voices. And the Democratic Party is a big tent uh, with a lot of perspectives, a lot of backgrounds, uh, a lot of very savvy social media uh, uh, people, if you will, and, um, and and that gets a lot of attention. Uh, but there uh, are also a lot of voices uh, that are uh, much more moderate in perspective, uh, very supportive of the state of Israel, and and by no means is the Democratic Party has the Democratic Party vacated uh, that uh, very important responsibility. And it's another reason I ran for Congress uh, is to bring that. Uh, to the party so that it has those voices. And you know, it, it's a reminder to everybody listening, too, if we don't participate, if we don't run for office, if we don't offer our voices and do so in a respectful way, uh, then we all lose. And the beauty of this Congress and, and this new class is some remarkable people uh, of great experiences and backgrounds. Uh, and I am uh, I'm excited by the class. I'm excited to collaborate. And I'm excited to bring the perspective that uh, needs to be shared. Listen, it's uh, refreshing to hear, and I and I say that with great respect for you, Dean. You know that you and I have been friends for a long time, and I do have uh, great respect for you. We don't agree on uh, all issues, certainly, and uh, we don't agree on many issues. Uh, but uh, when it comes to the state of Israel, uh, I think we do, and it is uh, very refreshing to hear. And, and it's also... Wonderful to hear the um, uh, that your voice is going to be a voice uh, of reason within the Democratic caucus that has for a long time had strong support for the state of Israel. And it almost makes it more important than, you know, a freshman Republican who comes in because the Republicans, at least presently, you know, and decades ago it was different, quite frankly, but presently are very strong supporters uh, of the state of Israel. The voice of the Democratic freshman congressman is absolutely critical, and I very much appreciate your comments. Dean, can you stay with us for a few more minutes after the break, as yep. I do want to talk to you a bit more about uh, consensus building in the House? Absolutely. I'll be right here. Excellent. You stay with us as well as we're talking to Congressman Dean Phillips on the Victory Hour uh, this Sunday, International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And while we're on this break, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. She got the movement chair. She got the AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. 
Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. At conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Girl, you'll be your woman soon. Love so much, can't count all the ways I die for you, girl, and all they can say is, he's not your kind. This is a song for women's power. Yes, indeed. I believe that uh, women's voice was heard in this recent election. Certainly heard uh, in a number of congressional districts around the country. And we'll see what that has, uh, what what that uh, voice is going to foretell for the 2020 election down the trail. We're going to be having a few segments coming up uh, following this parade of the newly elected and recently elected uh, congressional officials on the Victory Hour. We're going to have a few shows talking about 2020 in advance. But today we have Congressman Dean Phillips with us, and we are honored to have uh, the congressman who uh, speaks truth and is... Going, going to be a defender of the values that the Victory Hour stands for, I do believe. And, Dean, thank you for joining us on the Victory Hour today. Great to be back, Andrew. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, what, is, what do you make of this uh, incident in, uh, you know, revo- uh, involving uh, Covington, uh, the Catholic school, yeah. and uh, these kids who were wearing, you know, uh, the Trump uh, mega hats, and uh, somewhat being attacked or at least vilified uh, for doing it. What, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts go back to uh, some of your remarks uh, moments ago. Uh, freedom, liberty, and respect. Uh, values that just about every uh, one of us in this country believe in and uh, very applicable to uh, that circumstance. Uh, and a great reminder to every one of us uh, that we have a responsibility to discover truth, uncover all the facts before we uh, jump to judgment. And uh, uh, once again, 
those snap judgments um, led to a lot of lives being affected. And, um, and we have to show respect. You know, we can disagree without being disagreeable. Uh, everybody has a right to wear a Make America Great uh, hat if they want, uh, again, hat uh, in public if they want. And uh, Nathan Phillips uh, should be treated with respect, and, and frankly, so should um, you know, kids. Uh, there's, a, there's a mutual responsibility here, and, and I think there are uh, actors on both sides who are responsible for the, uh, the lack of thoughtful discourse in this day and age, and I think uh, there as are... As well as the media, quite frankly. And the media, sure. And I think foreign adversaries are playing a role in using social media to divide us. Uh, there's quite a bit of evidence to that. Uh, that serves none of us. And that does not mean that we would still agree on everything, but it would surely uh, help alleviate uh, this massive toll that is, uh, uh, this lack of respect is taking. And, and, uh, and that's our responsibility. So uh, I think we all have a responsibility to look at, look at all the truth, uh, the whole truth, uh, before we opine and uh, deeply affect other lives. Well, it's a good message. Uh, it's an important message. Certainly the 3rd Congressional di- District is a, is a district that is split if you're talking about party politics. But it is one that uh, has always, it's had a hallmark uh, of having uh, representatives who believe in uh, respect, uh, all the way uh, back to Bill Frenzel, who I worked for. Yeah, and Jim Ramstead and Eric Paulson. You know, I think all of them, and I would hope that you would agree, Eric is a, you know, he's a great guy. I had lunch with him the other day. Uh, He's a respectful guy, uh, respects people who disagree with him. Uh, and I think we're continuing that with Congressman Dean Phillips uh, representing the third. So it's it is very good to hear. Well, Tell you. me, I'd like to say if I could just agree, <clears throat> yeah. the third district is it's it's special in a lot of ways, but it's also the type of district that we should uh, have more of in this country. Because when uh, when a district is purple like this one is, uh, it becomes the responsibility of the representative if if he or she wishes to succeed in the pursuit. Uh, to listen to others. Uh, We have too many districts, deeply red, deeply blue around this country, uh, in which the representative uh, basically has a lifetime appointment, uh, which can be the topic of another show perhaps, Mm -hmm. uh, and then and therefore goes to Congress and and feels no responsibility to listen, learn, uh, educate, and eventually get good work done via thoughtful compromise. And and that's why we should be a little bit more attuned to uh, those dynamics and and argue for uh, more appropriately uh, delineated uh, districts around the country because it would be in this country's best interest uh, to have more competitive districts where good ideas uh, and good values uh, are I, I couldn't agree more, and hopefully in 2020, Minnesota will draw lines which will uh, allow us to have more than just uh, the third doing that. Yeah. We've got about a minute left, Congressman. Uh, give us uh, your comments or thoughts regarding... Uh, who you think you're going to be able to work across the aisle with, knowing uh, the freshman classes you do? Yeah, well, it, you know, it's been actually the great epiphany so far, Andrew, and the great joy of my service has only been a month, uh, has been uh, my freshman colleagues on both sides of the aisle. I have been thrilled with the relationships that I'm building. I've joined the Problem Solvers Caucus, 24 or so Democrats, 24 or so Republicans, committed to doing good work together. Uh, and a remarkable uh, class of uh, Republicans. Anthony Gonzalez I'm working with, Dan Crenshaw, Dusty Johnson from South Dakota, a wonderful guy. Uh, Pete Tauber, who's going to be on your show next week. Yes. Uh, uh, he's a lot better hockey player than I am, so I have to give him due respect. <laughs> well, we got to get out there and play some hockey. Yeah, that was coming up. Uh, hey, Andrew, we, we need you. Come on out to D.C. on February 6th for the congressional versus uh, lobbyist game. I like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know what? And, and I know the show's ending, but uh, there's a new spirit uh, that I hope this freshman class can show this country that we can do better, and we do better by listening to one another, learning, and reflecting those very values that got us there in the first place. Amen, brother. All right, Dean, thank you so much for being on the Victory Hour this wonderful Sunday. And next week, we're going to have Congressman Pete Stauber join us on the Victory Hour. So make sure to tune in. Four o'clock Sundays, we'll talk politics, Israel, and the law. In the meantime, have a great week. Next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Either you love him or you hate him. Sadly, there doesn't seem to be any middle ground when it comes to President Donald Trump. The one thing we know about him is that he loves Israel, and with his support of the Jewish people, he has invoked a blessing upon our nation. Genesis 12:3 clearly states, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all people of the earth will be blessed through you. Our nation is once again the envy of the world because of our economy, and we have regained our respect. Clearly, God is blessing America because of our president's blessing of Israel. Wouldn't you like to receive a blessing as well? For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. AM 1983 for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.